Bright Sounds, the voice of Bright World. And on this week's podcast, we're delighted to be announcing the two runners-up to our 500 Bright Words competition. Our essay writing competition, which formed part of our Keeping in Touch initiative when schools were closed. First up is the essay that came into second place, and it's called Hope on the Strings, written by our guardianship student, Sam Zhang. So congratulations, Sam, on an amazing essay. Um, One of our judges, Bright World local coordinator, Sarah Bozier, described it as follows. An honest, emotional, personal account which brought a tear to my eye. Sam expertly depicted the harsh reality that the impact of dealing with an epidemic can have on doctors and medical staff working on the front line and how this affects their families. Throughout his detailed account of events, the pride and worry Sam felt for his dad shone through. Whilst reading his entry, I felt like I was experiencing the roller coaster of emotions with him. Having a shared passion for music was a way to cope with events in his life. Amid the COVID-19 crisis, music seems to have played an integral role in lifting spirits, helping us manage stress and giving Sam a purpose and connecting him with his dad. Such a strong message to end with that really resonated with me that hope, kindness and selflessness and positivity are our greatest weapon. So without further ado, here is the second place entry narrated by our one and only Director of Safeguarding and Operations, Jenny Rumble. Hope on the Strings by Sam Zhang. If you ask me about the most important thing I learned during this outbreak of the coronavirus, I would say it is that taking responsibility within society is important. And you may feel that as well. There were lots of people who, before this outbreak, were not fully aware of the significance of doctors and nurses in society. Very often, going to the hospital results in patients having a horrid experience and would also leave people with a bad impression of doctors. There are numerous tales of how kids ended up in hospital and sometimes parents would say things like, behave yourself or you'll have to see the doctor. Well, I'm not afraid of that as that is the situation which I face at home every day. Why? Because my father is a doctor. My dad is very capable and meticulous. At home, he takes great care of me and my mum. He is good natured, not like some other parents. He isn't volatile or too meticulous and aiming perfectly for everything. He treats things deliberately though, and I think that his personality is shaped by his job as a doctor. He is also very persistent as well, with the spirit of never give up. Before now, I didn't understand how he benefited from his characteristics during his work. After dinner, he assisted me with my music practice every day. Although sometimes he would also lose his temper, most of the time he stood beside me tranquilly. However, one day his attitude remarkably differed from before. It was one day after the total outbreak of the coronavirus. As a doctor, he needed to work in the hospital restlessly until very late. That day, he came home at eight o'clock at night and the smile he usually wore on his face had disappeared. He was definitely more sullen than normal, with a hint of pessimism. 
I wondered what could have happened to totally change a man in such a short time. He looked so withdrawn and hardly spoke, but I could feel that something wasn't right. That night, as he watched me practice violin, he didn't prick up his ears on every note I played, but gazed at the air. His eyes showed a vacant expression, and I could see he was deep in his thoughts. I started paying less attention to my movements, and I accidentally hit a wrong note. The dissonance of the music dragged him back to reality. He noticed that I wasn't paying full attention to the piece, and surprisingly it made him cross. I was very upset and worried, and still wondered what had made him in such a bad mood. I went to bed early that night, straight after I finished my practice. Sounds from downstairs tickled my ears. I picked up on it. Despite the conversation between my mum and dad, I could also hear the sound of packing. Next morning, he left earlier than I realised. I asked mum where dad was going, but received no answer. Later that day, I saw on TV that my dad had gone together with a team of doctors and experts to Wuhan to support them, as that was the most severe region of the pandemic. I realised that this meant I wouldn't be able to see my father again for weeks, or even months. Besides that, nobody knew how the situation might develop. I felt despair. Nevertheless, as time moved on, things changed. Two days after he left, he sent back a video supporting me, my mother and my friends and teachers at the music studio where I study music. This kind help from my father promoted and encouraged me, while my attitude towards it started to change. My appreciation grew day by day as people cheered for us and thanked us. My teacher also suggested we hold an online concert for my father. What a brilliant idea. I recognised that I wasn't alone and we fought together. My gratefulness towards everybody couldn't be described with words. I became more hopeful as their promotion gave me power and confidence. Music is amazing, isn't it? I found it really appealing. No matter where and when, as long as I started playing it, it seemed that I had forgotten all my worries and the music was the only thing left in the world. I practiced hard. It was quite tiring. My greatest wish was to celebrate my father in the concert. In my heart, he is a great man for now and always. Practicing was painful, but music's unique power eased my pain. Each time I played the piece, it sounded more beautiful than the last. I was improving. Thankfully, the situation was improving as well. Each day, I watched the news, hoping to hear any information about my father's return. I was glad to learn that the number of infections of coronavirus was reducing in Wuhan as more people were healed. That was absolutely great news. I continued practicing to make sure that I was ready for the concert and to surprise my dad. The concert was held soon and my performance turned out to be very successful. My father sent me a message congratulating me and told me how I had made him proud. It was awesome. I realized how my hard work won appreciation from others. I was proud of my father as well, as he was a great man who constantly gave his son hope, even at the most difficult time. For now, the coronavirus is spreading rapidly around the world, while the total number of infections has reached approximately 3 million. Please always remember that no winter will last forever. Hope is always our best weapon. And now for the third place entry, and we're very pleased to say that Brightwell Guardianship student Vicky Sun 
has come in at third place with her story, Positive and Real. Sarah's judgment on this was to describe the essay as an uplifting, positive personal account of how Vicky overcame and dealt with the challenge of being separated from loved ones. Despite being in such a difficult situation, she had such a mature attitude and coped with the circumstances admirably. What an incredible message she conveyed from her own experiences of coronavirus. It reminded me, as the reader, to remember that we should appreciate and enjoy the simple things in life, like throwing a frisbee. I think many people could also identify with what Vicky went through in her own life. So Vicky's winning entry is going to be narrated today by our very own big boss and Bright World's commercial director, Mr. James Foster. Positive and Real by Vicky Sum. I am a Year 7 student. I know since December last year, the coronavirus has led the world into the unknown. The virus is the devil who entered our beautiful world without warning us. How cruel! People seem so tiny and helpless under the big devil. Some people are so scared. Some people are tired of their life. Some of them don't even care about it anymore. The horrible virus has captured our world. However, we need to keep positive. There needs to be a fire burning deeply in your heart. This little fire can be very powerful and it might be your personal support from this event. We, who have lived over the thousands of years, can't be pushed down. Everyone should stand up and face the world. When I look up to the wide open sky, I feel like the sky is just like parents hugging and calming their children from this noisy world. The trees, the flowers and even the birds are still singing beautifully and bravely. If you look closer to the focus world, nothing has changed. What I want to say is not to think about this virus too much. Staying interested in this excited world. I was supposed to go back to China during the Easter holiday to meet my parents. But I didn't go back. I was so desperate to go back home. But my parents said to me, it is the safest way for you to stay in the UK. The distance won't keep us apart. We can still FaceTime each other. We miss you so much. I thought about this sentence for a long time and I decided that I will stay happy and healthy in the UK. I won't let my parents worry about me, even though I miss them so much. In my Guardian family, we often go out and have a walk. It can help me to relax after a busy day of studying. I also play frisbee and do some running with my Guardian. We are still very happy. Sometimes we play normal catch and throw. Sometimes we play piggy in the middle, which I taught my guardian. Piggy in the middle is a pretty tiring game to play. The first time we have tried this game was so hard, but it was also remarkable. 
I was the piggy who stood in the middle. I needed to try and catch the frisbee while they were passing each other. Keep marking, keep marking, I said to myself. After a few times of trying, I've caught my first frisbee under the boiling sunshine. The joy in my body suddenly came out like a rocket. I jumped so high that I could touch the sky. This is probably where my happiness comes from. We enjoy the simplest happiness that the environment gives us, and also whenever I catch the frisbee. Over the last few months, we didn't stop the devil. It's not our fault. We didn't find any vaccine. It's not our fault. However, if we don't keep positive, it is our fault. If we become so depressed, it is our fault. So everyone, let's bring our happiness all over the world to ourselves, to other people, and face this changeable but wonderful world. Well, we hope you enjoyed listening to those two fantastic stories and a big congratulations once again to Sam and Vicky. The prizes are on their way and we'd just like to take this opportunity to thank all Brightwood students who entered our competition. We were really genuinely impressed by all the entries and I just wanted to say a special thank you to Jaden, our first prize winner, Sam and Vicky again for taking the time to put together such inspiring and skillful pieces of writing. listening to Bright Sounds, a podcast from Brightwell Guardianships. If you're interested in finding out more about anything we've discussed today, please visit our website www.brightwellguardianships.com or follow us on Facebook and Twitter to find out more. Bright Sounds is available as a podcast on major podcast platforms or by subscribing directly to us on Podbean. Please look forward to more fascinating interviews and discussions with our Brightwell team and expert guests. Take care and we'll hear from you at our next Bright Sounds podcast.